Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to continue our episode palooza, or whatever you want to call it. And we're going to cover a topic that I really haven't seen covered in much of the cottage core universe. Ers, 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 ers. Was that corny? It was corny, wasn't it? Okay. And what we're going to talk about today is something that if you're a cook or someone who sometimes cooks or someone close to you cooks, this is something you definitely would like to put into your information cache. Today, you're going to be learning about how to take care of your cutting boards and wooden spoons. We're specifically talking about wooden cutting boards and wooden spoons today. So take out your big book of stuff and go to the maintenance section. If you have a subsection, you can go to the wood section, wooden tools. And we're gonna talk about how to properly oil your wooden spoons and wooden cutting boards. Let's get started. So I want to first start off with talking about the fact that when you're using wooden tools, the rules change. You don't get to treat them the same way that you would treat metal ones or plastic ones. And there's a reason for that. Wood is porous, it it was once alive, and it has to be maintained with more care. Also, there's the situation that bacteria can also build up in wood. So you have to be more mindful of what you do with it. I do prefer to keep a board of wood that's used for meats separate from one that's used for fruits and veg. But both need to be cleaned, both need to be cared for, because both have bacteria and mold and other things that can accumulate on their surface and in their crevices. So, now that we've said that, let's go to the next part. If you have a wooden board and a wooden spoon, and you're using them on a regular basis. They're going to get a little grimy. They're going to get kind of gross if you're not uh, keeping up with them. If you're keeping them in the kitchen, they'll begin to discolor. They could get a film if you're not using them as much, just from the oils that build up in the kitchen. So it's a good practice to just keep them wiped down on a regular basis, but don't soak them. A lot of people think that by soaking them in bleach water overnight, this is the best way to kill germs. Alright, let's talk about that. Because other things will happen that you didn't intend if you decide to soak your wooden tools. And one of those things is that they will begin to crack and warp. And now you may render them unusable. Another thing is, is that you could damage the coating that's already on them that protects them. So you don't want to soak anything in wood for a long time. 
in that uh, in water because it begins to warp. So what do you do? How do you clean it? One thing you can do that I've seen is a blend of water and hydrogen peroxide. And you use that to cover the surface of it for a while after it's been washed in soap and water. And then, you know, that will kill a surface level of uh, germs and also get into the nooks and grannies of anything that's broken the seal. And then you rinse that thoroughly. And that soak, when I say soak, is about five minutes. Another thing you can do is use antibacterial spray specifically meant for kitchen surfaces but again it can mess with the finish and the third thing is you can definitely use vinegar or lemon juice and salt and get on in there and scrub it down and that's another way you can kill things other than just your regular soap and water but to really keep get deep down in there so what do we do after that let's talk about it So let's say you've cleaned it, you've cleaned your spoon, you've cleaned your cutting board or boards or spoons, and you've really gotten in there and taken care of that. And this also applies to things like feast bundles, items such as uh, wooden bowls, wooden utensils, other than spoons. All of this falls under this particular kind of thing. Uh, What do you do now? Well, at this point, you can do something that's pretty much very simple. You can go and buy a mineral oil treatment for your cutting board and your wooden utensils. They sell it pre-made, it's pretty safe, and it's good for long-term storage or short-term storage and for conditioning your wooden uh, boards and spoons and whatnot. And it's specifically made for this purpose. You can also use it on your butcher's blocks too. My uh, daughter's dog is yawning in the background if you heard a little yawn. Hello, Bubba Joe. He's just looking at me. And he's just, his little ears are perking up. He's a pit basset hound mix. And he's entirely ridiculous. I might put a picture of him in the group. Now it's important to point out here that when I'm talking about mineral oil, I mean the kind that's specifically food grade. I want to make that clear. So don't run into your grandma's room and grab some mineral oil she's using to oil her feet and use that same container unless she's using food grade mineral oil on her feet. And if she is, then that may be a conversation for later as to why she's chosen that oil. Not my business. But what else you can also do is mix the food grade mineral oil with beeswax. That's right, our friend the beeswax has popped up again. Uh, Because what that will do is also give it a little bit of a sheen. And you'll see, you'll kind of get the feel for how the consistency will be. There's different formulas online. Some people have things called spoon dressings. And you can use this on your butcher's blocks, on your cutting tables, and on your wooden utensils. don't want to use mineral oil. I mean, because some people have common uh, problems 
with using certain textiles and certain uh, petroleum-based products and certain animal-based products, it really comes down to what can you use if you can't use the oil and you can't use the beeswax. Well, fractured coconut oil is also an option. You can use that on the um, on the the wooden surfaces as well. So don't feel that just because you can't use mineral oil because of your own beliefs or, or sensitivities and that you can't use beeswax that you can't condition your boards. You really can. You can also use linseed oil. Uh, that is definitely an option. In other countries you can use something called rapeseed oil and basically they're the same. So you can use those on your boards and that way will make sure that they are protected and you don't have the problems you would have with just uh, having them out there with no protection whatsoever because of your beliefs. Um, there's always an option. There's always another way to do something. But one thing I want to warn you about, um, and I think I need to insert this here, don't use cooking oil. Don't use cooking oil to, to use as a, a treatment for your wooden cutting boards, for your butcher's block, for your wooden spoons and utensils. Because you know what cooking oil does? It goes rancid. And despite this fandom for extra virgin olive oil that has risen up, I'm here to tell you that that will go rancid the quickest. Stop using cooking oil for everything. It, it doesn't work that way. It's not good for it. Uh, it's not what it's meant to do. It's not meant to be used in that fashion. So please, uh, if you can, do not repeat. Do not use olive oil, vegetable oil, Crisco, anything that can go rancid. Don't use it there. thing I want to point out is there's nothing that says that if you are not using those tools on a regular basis that you have to keep them hanging out or where people can see them just for the aesthetic. You don't have to. If you can get yourself a nice dishcloth or even cut up some gingham and wrap your wooden things up, that's a good thing to do. If they're in a drawer, if they're again, if they're not in use on a regular basis, it keeps them cleaner. It keeps them from gathering dust and grime as easily, and it will save you a lot of work. Another thing you can do is also have the tendency to store wooden spoons upright. Have the bowl of the spoon upward and the handle of the spoon downward, because this way things don't accumulate uh, down into the base of the spoon in case it does get damp or wet. You want to be able to watch your spoon bowl to make sure it stays clean and uh, grossness free. Yes, that's the word, grossness free. The gross factor is definitely an issue. And I think we've covered enough for this topic. I think that We've given you something to think about. I love to chat about things that are fun and unusual and useful with my friends, and we're friends, right? 
and definitely definitely use this for all the different boards you're using if you're serving food on wooden boards as well don't let it just uh, be used for cooking itself if you're using it for serving food use this kind of conditioning and cleaning for that wood as well uh, you'll you'll thank yourself for it later and it'll also add to the longevity of your equipment you don't want a situation where you have these cute things and then they warp and get gross and then you don't want them anymore you can definitely also use these things for uh, wooden items like toys or spoons or swords or wands that are carved wood if they're plain carved wood not painted uh, that you may have purchased at a Renaissance fair because it is that season here in Michigan right now so if you've gotten a plain uh, unsealed wooden item that people are using I mean they often polish them but they get kind of grimy over time definitely clean it off seal it with that and it'll be great I am not talking about items that are varnished I want to point that out these are for unvarnished wooden items unpainted unvarnished so I hope this uh, is of use to you and thank you uh, for coming to join me with this particular episode. I know it's a little unusual, but why not? We're unusual, right? All the normal people are boring. And um, thank you again. I'll see you next time on my Magical Cottagecore Life. <laughs>